Welcome to the Creative Nonsense Podcast. This will be a bi-weekly podcast interspersed with episodes of Poets Mixtape every other Monday. On this podcast, I'll be talking about the creative process with people in various creative fields who either do this as their main job or as a hobby. Now let's get on with the show and our very first guest. Okay. Welcome to the very first episode of the Creative Nonsense Podcast. I'm here with Ben who does lots of creative things when he's not coaching League of Legends or studying history. Welcome. Hello, Hello, what is I? (laughs) So, what do you do in your spare time when you are not studying history? (laughs) Well, hmm. I do too much. I am currently reading I just started pumping this out due to a recommendation from a professor of mine. A Farewell to Arms by Chris Moonway. Um, professor of mine recommended me to read it. So that's been most what most of my spare time has been dedicated to lately. That and just diddling around on the piano a little bit. I don't, I'm not a vocalist <laughs> when it comes to music. I'm, I play saxophone, but in recent months or years i've had to transition to vocal because one of the things i do is i'm a part of a music organization that mainly sings and i can blend but i can't sing <laughs> like have someone next to me and i can match their tone have me do it alone oh I'll crash and burn. Yeah, Honestly. I think that's like the one thing i had in choir in like elementary school like me on my own tone deaf a group of people I can like kind of kind of get somewhere get somewhere yeah I feel that (laughs) yeah um spare time other than reading studying um play league I play league with friends I watch movies with friends just I don't I do the generic college kid shit honestly yeah generic college kid what we all aspire to be (laughs) and so I know that you have been writing a web series a while back how has that been going that's been not on hiatus it's just what my first thoughts of making this thing was and again sorry for my voice i'm sick and this isn't how i usually sound <laughs> um <coughs> what it was supposed to be is a not an exact reenactment but a kind of interpretation of my first year here at um at utsa and what it mainly revolved around was me hanging out with a group of friends that I somehow was able to work with, as in we'd go to study room and we'd actually get stuff done that we had to do and not always do around, but it was a good healthy mix. And the way the way the group of friends worked was we wouldn't even ask, hang out, we just kind of do it. We just randomly show up at each other's dorm or show up at each other's study room over in the library and just hang out. But as time went on, we each progressively started to kind of fall out. If you um, if you've seen this, if you're familiar with the Sandlot, at the very end, how they all start, like at the very, they just leave. All of them start doing their own thing. If you go to military, if you go to school, if you move away. What happened with mine was one went to the military, one um, uh, dropped out and went started going to a uh, Catholic school. The other one um, got a girlfriend and got so infected with that they started stopping out with us. And the other two, and the other one just kind of stopped coming around. So it all just kind of de- decreased in number and 
we never really hung out anymore. Yeah, we'd talk every now and then stuff like that, but there was just something not unique, but kind of personal to me that happened with all of that and what we did and what we talked about, and then it suddenly be gone that me coming here my first year, not really having much, me moving away from home and making all these friends, not really knowing what I'd be getting into. There was, if I felt like a good environment to have around and I wanted to try and recapture that in a, in a, uh, in a web series called Reserved that uh, a friend and I are working on. Um, I pitched it to him, He's uh, his name's Josh. He's mainly, uh, I met him through our, uh, I'm not on there, I swear, through our, our <laughs> D&D campaign. We never really, I never really shared this idea with anybody until um, he started writing out stories for our new D&D campaign. And I liked his, I liked his, uh, his mind, his creative, his creativeness about what he was doing. And I pitched it to him and I gave him the idea. I was like, oh yeah, we can write it, let's do it. And so the first and second one have been he and I, but I've been so busy with school and other things I'm doing, the coaching, my fraternity stuff, um, this music in general and other things that he's kind of taken it upon himself to write out himself, which I'm greatly, I'm grateful for him doing that. It gives us a spot to move from, but it's gotten to a point to where it's the quality of the first two episodes that we've written out, the first two scripts, are intrinsically different and far superior than that of what he wrote himself in a sense that I don't know if he understands how people talk and and how much they actually talk about if they were to be into drugs how much they talk about that because around the time he started picking up on it he got into smoking smoking weed no, 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 I don't care I've been around it my life. I don't, I don't do it myself, but it's whatever. But it started to bleed into his writing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's made it into this weird jumble of a mess. And we haven't quite gotten together to uh, draft it some more, but he's given me all he's written, and he's written the entire goddamn thing of our first season, apparently. Um, 13 episodes, so what? 11 scripts he's written out. Oh, wow. I didn't so realize he made it that far. Wow. He's written out a lot. And the reason why it's on hiatus now is because I'm I'm busy myself. Mm-hmm. And one one thing that's been a, a problem for me is that I always start things but I never finish them. <laughs> so I have several books that I've started and haven't finished on top of assignments that are the same thing. But yeah, as of right now, it's just it's in a it's in a lull until he and I both come together again and start fixing it up. Yeah, that's definitely a thing with, like, especially, like, web series and, like, collaborating with other people's, like, you have to find, like, the right amount of time, and then, especially when you are writing with someone else, you have to... I I think the problem that, like, you're clearly seeing in the scripts is the fact that it's becoming too balanced on, like, one person, and you Mm -hmm. definitely needed both of your voices to make it sound like a thing. And, like, that's one thing that, like, I worry about in, like, my own writing. Like, my play that I'm writing right now. Like, I'm like, do all of these characters sound like the same person? Because Mm -hmm. I'm the only one writing it. And so I have to get, like, lots of other people to read it and be like, do these sound like real people? And so... Sound the same. Yeah. So it's like, that's definitely a thing, especially when you have, like, multiple characters that you're writing. And they're going to be having different conversations in different situations. And you want to make sure that they sound different 
enough. <laughs> I, I, I had to do a... Uh, I have two options for one of my finals. It was either make a short film or write a review of a movie that we watch in class. But from the point of view of when it came out, so if it came out in the 70s, write a review as if you were in the 70s. And I said, no, screw that. We'll do a short film. So I was writing out a script, um, and it was t- entitled Three to Five Mile Radius, which is just overwhelming around the university and events that occur in that radius. And as I was writing it, as it got to the end, I started to look back on it and I thought, this isn't how people talk. <laughs> it's not how. Uh, there was one instance where I had a couple talking um, about like, what, what they're going to do and stuff like that. And I thought, I was looking at it and reading it and I thought, this isn't how couples talk. No way. This is not. Scrap. I scrapped the whole goddamn scene. I tried rewriting it and I just couldn't. I feel like I shouldn't get into when writing, get into scenarios that I'm unfamiliar with. Yeah, because that's where it really drifted off into just people talking that sound like the same person for me. Yeah, was, if, uh, when you write like different situations, it either takes like a ton of research, or like you either have to like search everything that like you don't understand, or talk to people who under those scenar- understand those scenarios much more than you do. Otherwise, like I'm over here just being like. I don't, I don't know how this works, and like I'm trying to write these other people. That's why that whole phrase like write what you know like comes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, otherwise it just becomes a weird mess of a like a mess, a big whole mess. There was um, we were talking to playwrights in our classes past past week, and because one guy was talking about mushrooms in his play, but then people were drinking in the play and so someone else was asking like wait doesn't like if you take shrooms like doesn't alcohol cancel out the effect and it does and Mm -hmm. so like that was a thing that like a bunch of other people didn't understand that like those two people understood as like a part of the play that like completely changed what everything meant in like the rest of the play Mm -hmm. that it's just like if someone else was writing that and like they didn't know and they were like yeah these people like take shrooms in the forest and then they get drunk and like all these hallucinations happen it would make no sense because yeah. it would be like they they weren't actually hallucinating so that's like you gotta know those things <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna stay away from writing about couples for a little while <laughs> you stay away from that that's me when i'm trying to write like i don't know certain kinds of relationships or like friendships i always have like one-on-one friendships or it's like always just a certain way that like friend groups are where it's like anything else I, I don't know how that would work I don't know how to have like raging parties where like people hang out I know how to have like hangouts where people are playing like board games <laughs> like that's that's not a thing I know how to write at this point in my life mm-hmm. if I become a party person maybe 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 not quite there yet <laughs> Although my early twenties are ending, that that's a tragedy. What, what do you qualify as early twenties? Like, what what year is early twenties over? I, I think your early twenties are over when you graduate college, just because of the fact that then you're sent out to other non early twenties people around you. Yeah, this is like this is your early twenties where you get to make those college mistakes and party, I suppose. <laughs> Although I have not done those things. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about my endeavors and that. <laughs> oh, I, I've heard about those. <laughs> we're, not, we're not discussing this, no, please. So, how have your music projects been going? Otherwise, 
besides like your filming projects? They're going. The most simplest thing to make, as far as I've been, I don't, I'm not, I don't plan on um, ever like putting out anything ever. A few friends of mine that have heard my stuff are telling me, hey, you should release an EP on SoundCloud or something like that. But I've, this, me making music has never been about trying to show off and bring it out or give it to people. It's just been, I want to see what I can do. Yeah. I want to see what I'm capable of with what I have. And I use the program of Free Loops and I have a few packs of the medicine packs. I have downloaded a few, uh, uh, future funk packs with some bass licks and guitar stuff like that, but not a lot of plugins, but what I have is just a mess of things, um, ranging from the simplest lo-fi hip hop beat with, uh, with some rain in the background and a little crackling of a record and some hi hats. Is that like your own like, like custom that. like study music? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like because the what is what's the name of that like streaming one on YouTube? That's always t- 24, like 24, 24, 7 lo-fi hip hop beats to study and chill to by Chilled Cow, I think. Plug yep. in right there for you. <laughs> um, that's that's mainly what I've. I don't listen to that often, but when I do, I find it the most simplest and easiest to kind of replicate. Because it really is. There's not a lot that goes into it. Just maybe a little, uh, some piano chords. Find some plug it. Find some audio files of some rain or some, some ambient noise. There's one I I was messing with earlier that had a telephone ring in it. Yeah, telephone ring. It's really strange, but that's interesting. I got that. I was able to um, recreate a a song by uh, you probably don't know this. Uh, Macros, M- Macros, uh, a two ninety nine. It's some uh, feature funk, J pop, weird thing um, that I I was able to re- re- replicate it almost to the tick. There's just a few plugins that you had to buy to, <laughs> to get a certain sound. I don't have money for that. So, and I have one or two um, uh, songs with me actually, either singing or or um, doing like spoken words slash rap on it that I've I've teased out to people. Like I put it on my story, I put it on my, my Instagram feed, stuff like that. And But just to gauge those that do know about it, see what they think before I show it to them like, fully. And a lot of times I can respond of, oh, it sounds great, I wanna hear the whole thing. Go oh, yeah, sure, come over, I'll show it to you. But So this has mainly just been a thing for me. I don't plan on releasing an EP despite a friend of mine or a brother of mine trying to get me to go to a friend of his studio studio to make music but I just don't I'm not, I'm not comfortable with that yeah I just like it just being my thing yeah that's cool to be able to have like a, a creative outlet where it's like you're not like trying to just like put it out there all the time it's like yeah. pretty much all of my writing I'm just like take it because I just I, I want to people to see it because for most mm-hmm. of my life literally until I was like 20 I was like I'm just gonna keep all of it and show literally no one except for my teachers who I have to show mm-hmm. um, and my teachers were always like telling me like you should put this in the school newspaper or, like you should try and mm-hmm. like get this published and I was like nah and, like my mom <laughs> like up until like six months ago that was like the first time she had ever read anything that like I've written basically so mm-hmm. it's like a thing that like I hid for a really long time but like now I just like want everyone to see it 
Um, but it's also, like, a lot of pressure because then it's like, oh, I expect, like, all these things to be good and, like, not just, like, yeah. as much for fun anymore. But well, I need to find something else that's probably, like, soothing See, in the same kind of way. One thing that I've noticed a lot of the time, uh, especially with, um, create, with content creators, or whether it be writing or music or short films, that everyone wants to just put what they have out there and i'm not opposed to that i'm i like seeing what people think it's awesome but me personally i value my own anonymity too much i value my own personal afflictions and work that i have for myself and it took it didn't take a while for the web series idea for me to even share with him but it took a lot of like like a encouraging for my like a personal like come on just share just share it he, he's he's an okay writer. You can help he, he can help you out and put your vision out to, to to give other people. But I've always just been more content with just keeping my stuff for myself. It's just always been a thing that I do. Because uh, was it? There's been a few times where I've been able to. Um, there's been like Q and A's with like people, content creators on YouTube, and one was a uh, this guy named Matt Castro does um, league content and gaming content mostly. And a question I asked him one time was do you miss your own anonymity sometimes? Because once your name is out there, your name's out there. Mm -hmm. And so he can never, uh, he can never play league and not be recognized and never not be harassed by people all the time. And I feel like it's the same way with that of possibly even contact, uh, whether it be writing or making music is once your name's out there, you're out there. Yeah. That's it. You can't pull yourself out. <laughs> and so I've always been kind of fearful of doing that. And so that's why I'm keeping everything I have for me only. And even if I do release the short film or that web series, it's going to be done under a, either a fake name or a production name that's not going to give up who I am. So. That's cool, though, having that, like, division, which um, I found that really interesting in, like, the early days of YouTube, how, like, everyone used, like, a fake name, basically. And then it, everyone. like, went into, like, now everyone uses their real names which is just a funny thing to me. Like everyone really appreciated that anonymity for like a really long time, but then it went mm -hmm. to like, everyone wants like a piece of you and like the real you, like especially when like vlogging became like really popular. So it's mm -hmm. like having that anonymity is like harder and harder to like grasp onto these days. So. Hashtag never forget lonely girl 15. Oh my never God. Forget. Even the never fact that forget. we still call Jenna Marbles, Jenna Marbles and yeah. not Jenna Mori. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's, yeah. It's you gotta build a brand. Yep, it's, it's how it becomes. <laughs> you could become a household name like Logan Paul, though. <laughs> Let's not get into that. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't even want to stick my hand in that. Lord Almighty. I'll fall deep into those pits. <laughs> oh god. Uh, uh, it hurts me inside. <laughs> it hurts me too <laughs> just went to a dark place <laughs> yeah I mean I'm known as like a meme girl at this point like I'm known as a meme in like YouTube comments and so like my name's more like the fact that like I'm just like a I don't know I wish that I was known as a writer that would be cool it's not like oh you write those poems it's like you write those YouTube comments 
So it's like the fact that like my anonymity is like I'm not even anonymous anymore, but it's like I'm not even myself either, which is like a weird place to be in between. You're you're a picture that people look to and double check for comments on oh is is it this person? Oh wait, no it's not. Okay. <laughs> it's like it's it's a weird thing where it's like, Oh, you're that person. It's like, yeah. That, I guess me. that's who I am. <laughs> I'm not Ash anymore. I'm the person who writes funny comments. Yeah. And, like, that's also the thing that, like, whatever you do choose to share, if, like, you do share, it's like, oh, you're the guy who makes that web series. Like, that's going to be, like, the thing that, like, you're tied to. Or if, like, you happen to, like, one day if you decided to make League videos on YouTube, hypothetically, that would be, like, the thing that you would be known for. And so it's, like, it always depends on, like, what you would do. What you do, yeah. So it's, that's like a weird outward thing that like the world sees you as. So it's like, so if you did do like the web series, then people would know probably that you did music. Like it's like always I've, the layers. I fumbled, fumbled with the idea of whenever it does uh, get into production of either piece, putting in my own stuff in there. I fumbled with the idea, but I have friends that do make music that is meant to be put out and that I am considering talking to them about making stuff for it instead of me doing it um and because i think that they deserve to be put out there more than i do my per se the fact that they put in more work for it than i did a lot of the time so i feel like they should be put out more that's cool it helps to have friends in different realms yeah of content creation <laughs> and that's definitely part of why i wanted to do this podcast because it's like i know a lot of people who like i talk to on like twitter or like discord or like everywhere else like everyone does a lot of cool things like i want everyone to like talk about it so i can be like hey this person makes cool stuff you should go look at their cool stuff (laughs) yeah i'm not sure if you have any cool stuff you want to plug or not or if you just want to be like i'm here (laughs) uh i'm here i'd say um (laughs) uh for music stuff i'm here If if you need help making stuff i'm here um, in terms of writing stuff, I I really need to be in a certain mood for writing. I need to have the lights off, rain going. No, I need to. <laughs> you need the moods. I, I gotta have mood lighting. I gotta have candles, scented candles. Um, no, um, in writing, my writing is. I wouldn't say specific. It's just. I have a certain way that I talk and that transferred on, onto the page at all times. Like a lot of the time, um, this isn't like to fill words. Uh, I'd be writing a paper and I'd say, as a result of, and then would Google try to change that to, as this, and just try to just shorten out what I'm trying to say is, I talk in an elongated way just to try and add extra, I guess, emphasis to what someone is saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would pull up something that I wrote, but I don't want to, I was like sharing it. <laughs> uh, but it's, a lot of times my stuff can be shortened out and like smoothed out, but I like the roughness of the way I talk because it adds my kind of personality to it, my my whole my little thing. In terms of league stuff, I, I'm an analyst and a coach. Um, the team here 
I'm not affiliated with the official one. I'm affiliated with a few like minor ones that people have made for themselves. Have them get into tournaments, local ones here, whether it be at a Microsoft or the Cyber Cafe here. Um, I, you know, I can know what this what this may pertain to, but I'm of a, uh, I'm of, uh, knowledge wise, I'm at a mid mid plat high plat knowledge. Mechanics wise, I'm in gold, so don't talk to me about playing for you because I'm, <laughs> I'm the most filthiest of fucking casuals. But hindsight wise, and looking at the game wise, I'm. I'm set. Just don't make me click the mouse myself, because I'll ruin everything. Music-wise, again, I'm here. What else do I do? History. If you need an SI for your history, I'm here for you. Um, and that you can just find me uh, at Limited Asian on Twitter. Limited Asian because I'm I'm half Filipino, half Hispanic. Not sure if you can tell with these glasses, but <laughs> my eyes. I look better with glasses on, so I keep them on at all times. So. Okay, look like, this, this is my look. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this, is, this is me. The too much hoodies in the Texas weather guy. Um, in terms of history stuff, uh, I'm going on my third year here at UTSA. I'm pretty sore that the UTSA cut half the funding for my college oh. of liberal fine arts. And so plenty of our teachers are leaving. Some of them are, have already. And so the catalog of classes available is really shortened. And I really want to focus, because you can, you can be a history major, but one thing that's a thing that happens amongst majors is that you have a certain time they focus on. Mm-hmm. And mine, I want to focus on European history, preferably, uh, preferably uh, uh, prehistoric to 15th, 15th century. But we don't have classes that are offered for that too much, especially this next, this coming year, uh, fall 2018, spring 2019. A lot of the classes that are offered are about U.S. and Mexico border relations, uh, U.S. and Latin America, um, uh, again, uh, US, Texas and Mexico border history, um, stuff like that. And there's only one European class. Dang. Only one or two. And I'm taking it. It's a uh, Soviet Union and Soviet Union and after. Um, about the other two, I have to take. Yeah, I'm taking four classes because I need to work to survive around here. Uh, I'm taking uh, a Soviet Union class, uh, history of San Antonio, uh, world film and cinema, uh, world history and cinema, and digital media production, so I can get access to all the equipment over at the university. Because apparently, we have a have a whole digital media center. Yeah. But you got to get class, use equipment. So I'm taking that as soon as I can. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the same thing with my film class that I'm either taking in the summer or fall because they mm-hmm. that's the only way they let me into like the film building to use all of their stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm. gimme, gimme. <laughs> gimme that special access. <laughs> yeah, you always got to find those little loopholes because otherwise they make me use the sad computers in the PCL, which is not fun. Yeah, and one thing, one thing that's been happening is uh, me and my co-writer for the web series, we've been planning on trying to go buy a microphone mm-hmm. for the past month, <laughs> and we've never been free Dude. for each other to do it, so. So what are you guys trying to use a microphone for? Just like... Um, just, um, right now, since I haven't been able to... to um, do any writing for the web series 
he's written out like one or two short films that he wants to do. In the meantime, until I'm able to fix it up. And he wants to go out and buy a shotgun mic or uh, some lighting stuff so he can start that and get used to editing and filming stuff because uh, anyone can film but you gotta practice yourself and know what you're trying to go for yeah gotta to actually get it right it's not just about filming it's about the style of it <laughs> gotta go for that neorealism yeah I know one thing like especially like you gotta like practice with it and then like figure out exactly what's happening too because like mm -hmm. When I was filming my web series, which is on hiatus, <laughs> um, um, what is it? I have like my DSLR and like I have a road mic that like goes on top of it, which is a shotgun mic because I wanted to fix it after the first episode's audio was kind of eh. But then I found out that um, I have a bunch of Wi-Fi routers all in this room next to me. I don't have anyone living on this side. It's just all the internet routers. So I get major interference over there on my microphone. Uh -huh and from that Wi-Fi router. And so only in my bedroom can I get like clear audio on that mic. So it's like, unless I'm filming literally in another building or outside, I can't get any audio from that in my apartment. So I either have to get audio from my phone or from like this, like Blue Yeti mic, which sucks, especially when it comes to like filming like a web series. It just, mm -hmm. it's really inconvenient. So it's like figuring out all those technical problems ahead of time is definitely a good idea. <laughs> One thing that we want to do with a web series is that a lot of the stories that I have pertain to it all revolve around us being in a study room. And so one idea that we're mingling with right now is only recording it in a study room. Yeah. If keeping that being the only... That sounds boring, but we want to keep it in just a study room and that's it. Because one thing that happened a lot of the time was someone would always reserve a study room for us to go to and we found a way to cheat the system in that we could keep it for like the whole day practically um they have, i'm not gonna say how can could, could then they'll fix it but uh, <laughs> um yeah we there's a there's a day where we had a study room reserved for us for 14 hours dang and no one would be able to use it we'd, we'd go in and out We'd either go to a class, someone would stay, someone would go and someone would come back and just we just keep it in there. And so I feel like one unique element we're gonna try to do is keep it in the study room only. Maybe show shots outside in the library itself, but just the study room. I like that as a concept. I like things that are like kind of confined because even like my web series it's like mostly in the apartment is like the idea that like i wanted to do for it i didn't want it to be i wanted to be like you hear about action that happens like outside but it all just takes place in here with like the roommates and so i get that i get it if you would like to be a guest on a future episode please fill out the survey in the description